You're listening to the Presence Pioneers Podcast. On this podcast, we believe God's presence changes everything. Not only is that the slogan for our podcast, but it's also the subtitle of my new book called David's Tabernacle, How God's Presence Changes Everything. And so what I'm doing for these three episodes, this is the third one in a short little series here about David's Tabernacle, and I'm sharing different journeys that show that God's presence changes everything. A couple of weeks ago, I shared about how my story is indicative of that, my personal testimony and my ministry experience shows that the presence of God has changed me and has changed others' lives. And uh, last week, I shared about uh, King David and the tabernacle that he set up and the worship order that he established that was incredibly unique in ancient Israel's history and the way that rippled into the generations to come and brought victory and justice in his own day and time as well. And hosting the presence of God in the center of Israel changed everything for David and for Israel and for the nations of the earth, actually. And so this week, I want to share about Jesus's journey. I've shared my journey. I've shared David's journey. I want to share Jesus's journey because all of this points to Jesus. And I want to share a bit about what he's doing. And if it's Jesus's journey, it's also your journey. Because God right now, is bringing back up this ancient pattern of worship, this uh, ancient order of worship that was established by David. And Jesus is using that right now to transform the world, to bring in a harvest of souls in the nations and bring revival. And before I get too much into that, I want to just take a moment and pause and welcome you if you're new to the podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. Uh, Here at the Presence Pioneers podcast, we want to equip you to host the presence of God with day and night worship and prayer. Because like I said, we believe God's presence changes everything. So we want to help you to host him, host God, host Jesus himself in your community. So every Thursday we release a new episode. It's either going to be a short little teaching like what we have today, or it's going to be an extended interview and conversation with a leader in the prayer movement or a Bible teacher. We love topics like worship, prayer, revival, missions, unity, uh, supernatural. And so if those are things that are interesting to you, then we would love to have you just hit subscribe, however you're tuning in and track with us every week so that we can help you along this journey of hosting the presence of God. You can also visit our website at presencepioneers.org. We have our entire podcast archive up there with all the show notes. You can search by keyword or topic and find anything that you're looking for. You can learn more about some of our other ministries as well, and you can make a donation to help support us. The podcast is entirely donor-supported, and we appreciate those of you who give and help us out in that way. All right, well, let's talk a little bit about David and how David points to Jesus. I shared last week about what David's tabernacle was for 33 years in the city of Jerusalem. David and the Levites hosted day and night prophetic worship and prayer. I'm not going to rehash all that, but uh, from the beginning, you can see the fact that it was 33 years is pretty interesting because that is the exact number of years that Jesus himself walked on the earth. So already you're beginning to see that David's tabernacle is pointing to something in the new covenant. 
and is uh, showing us some things that connect to Jesus. Now, after David had set up his tabernacle, they've got the musicians in place. They're hosting the presence of God there. It's in a primitive tent. It's in a simple tent. It's just got the Ark of the Covenant in it, as far as we know. David's sitting in his palace, and he you can imagine him glancing out the window. And, and in 1 Chronicles 17 and also in 2 Samuel, you have this account of David looking out at the tent, and he's going, I'm still not satisfied. My tabernacle's set up. The tent is there, but there's something more that's that's in my heart. I want to see a permanent house built for you, God. I'm in this palace, you know, which is relatively permanent. God, you need a permanent home on the earth. You're in heaven, but we want you on the earth. Uh, and this temporary connect point here in this tent is just not enough. David was longing for more, and that's what led to his Psalm 132 cry for a resting place for the presence of God, which is the heart of every presence pioneer is that desire for the presence of God on the earth and that desire for the kingdom of God on the earth, because where the king is, the kingdom is as well. So David goes to the prophet Nathan and he says, I want to build God a house. And Nathan says, well, hey, you're on a roll. This Tabernacle of David thing is awesome. We just had this massive parade. All the Levites are excited. All the tribes are united. Go for it, David. And then God wakes Nathan up uh, at night and says, go give David a word. That's actually not what I want him to do. And so God says to David, and I'm, of course, paraphrasing and summarizing here, but he says, David, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a land for my people that they're going to dwell in forever. And he says, I know that you want to build me a house. And he basically says, that's a great desire. But he says, David, you're not going to build me a house. He says, I'm going to build you a house. And then he promises to David that his offspring would sit on the throne of Israel forever. And he speaks of the son of David, who would sit on David's throne and rule over Israel forever. And there would be justice. And you can see how this promise, which came to be called the Davidic covenant, you can see how that promise was fulfilled partly by David's son Solomon, who would build a temple uh, that was a relatively permanent structure. And he was the offspring of David. He was the son of David. But when you look at the Davidic covenant, you can see quickly that the eternal ruling and reigning that was promised was not fulfilled by Solomon, that there was another son of David who would come, the promised Messiah, who would sit on the throne of David and would rule and reign over God's people. And so that's where you begin to see how all this points to Jesus, that what David really had in his heart from the beginning was that God's kingdom would come and that his will would be done on the earth, that God himself would rest on the earth you know, in the fullness of who he is, that he would rule and reign over his people. And of course, that was Israel, but that's now the nations, even the Gentiles, that all those who put their faith in Christ come into that covenant with God and come into the kingdom of God. And so what David was dreaming in his heart was for a resting place for God on the earth. And while David got a little taste of it and Solomon got a little taste of it, the ultimate is going to be fulfilled in Jesus Christ. And now Jesus has come and he died, he resurrected, he ascended to the right hand of the Father, and uh, and now he is ruling and reigning from the heavenly throne. 
uh, he is he is in one sense ascended to that throne of David in the heavens, and he's ruling and reigning. He's poured out his spirit upon the church, and so now his kingdom is on the earth in a measure, and not in fullness, but uh, the kingdom of God is now both here and not yet. And what David teaches us about the kingdom of God, uh, which is confirmed by the visions that John had in the book of Revelation, is that worship is right at the center of the kingdom of God, that God's throne is surrounded by day and night, musical, intercessory worship. That is the atmosphere in which the kingdom of God is established. That's the atmosphere that David established in his tabernacle, which is why he got a measure of God's kingdom in his day. That's the atmosphere of heaven, which is what David's tabernacle was modeled after. And so Jesus is now using that same model, that same pattern, that same blueprint, and he is establishing and advancing his kingdom on the earth through his people. Isn't that amazing? That Jesus is now, in a sense, rebuilding the tabernacle of David through the church. So Jesus is on the throne of David in the heavenlies. We are on the earth, and there's a sense in which he has assembled us. You know, David cried, oh God, I want to build you a house. God said, I'm going to build you a house. And then Jesus comes along and he says, my house will be a house of prayer for all the nations. He said the the house that Isaiah was prophesying about, the house that David was longing for, that I promised to David to build. Jesus says, I'm building that house. I'm doing it with living stones, my people built together as a spiritual place a spiritual dwelling place for my presence, like it says in Ephesians chapter two, that the church is. And so the church is now that house that God promised to David that he would build. He's building a resting place, a dwelling place for his presence through his people. And we become that place where God's presence dwells and rests as we worship him. Because remember, his kingdom is in the environment of worship. Hey guys, this is Matthew. We'll get back to the episode in just a moment. If you're enjoying the podcast, please consider joining Presence Pioneers Premium, our brand new subscriber community. Paid subscribers will get exclusive premium content such as bonus podcast episodes, exclusive articles, early releases, and more. Presence Pioneers will be releasing its first e-course in 2024 with many more to come. And the Presence Pioneers premium subscribers will always have full access to the entire library of online courses. Visit media.presencepioneers.org or click the link in the description to join today. You can become a premium member today for an introductory price of only $5 a month. When the price goes up in the future, as our library of resources grows, you can stay subscribed at the original price. If you've enjoyed our podcast for a while, becoming a premium member is a simple way for you to help us cover the cost of producing this podcast and partner with Presence Pioneers in equipping the church with resources for day and night prayer, prophetic worship, missions, and revival. Visit media. .presencepioneers.org to sign up today. That's what David experienced. And Jesus is now 
manifesting his kingdom on the earth through his worshiping people. And that's why there's prophetic promises in Amos and in Isaiah of the restoration or the rebuilding of the tabernacle of David. It was quoted in Acts chapter 15. There's a lot of allusions to it in other parts of the New Testament as well, that God is restoring the tabernacle of David. And this is important for you, and this is important for me, because God has made us to worship. He created us to worship. We've done an entire episode, episode 58, about how from the very beginning, humanity, Adam and Eve, were created as priests. They were created to minister to the Lord, to worship. That's what you were made for. That's what I was made for. We were designed originally to be priests and kings. Not only is that our original purpose, but it's our eternal destiny. We will be priests and kings forever to God. And so what David did in his day was he gave a little window of heaven on earth and he allowed people to be who they were created to be, which was a royal priesthood, which was worshipers. David gave people an environment where they could do that. And now Jesus is doing that in the ultimate sense, not just in one nation, but in the nations of the earth. So what David did, establishing day and night worship and prayer, seeing the manifestation of the kingdom of God in Israel, Jesus is doing that internationally, globally. He's raising up a movement of day and night worship and prayer. He's restoring us back to his presence. He's restoring our relationship to him so that we can be who we were made to be, that we can be the worshipers we were made to be, that we can fill the earth with the glory of God, that we can we can manifest heaven on the earth. This is what we were made to do. That was the original purpose, and through Jesus, we can do it again. And so that's the restoration of the, of the tabernacle of David. Yes, it's Jesus sitting on the throne of David, but it's in the context of the tabernacle of David, the tent of David. There's a throne in the tent. There's an, Just like there was an ark in the tent in David's day, Jesus sits enthroned in the tent of David, it says in Isaiah 16, verse 5. And so as we worship, Jesus establishes his kingdom, brings forth and manifests his kingdom on the earth, and that's happening more and more and more. So in the days to come, you can expect uh, this global worship and prayer movement that's prophesied about in the scriptures, uh, it's going to continue to advance all over the earth. Malachi 1.11 says, in every place around the world that incense is going to rise to God in a pure offering. Isaiah 42 prophesies of a new song that's going to arise in mountains and coastlands and islands. And in every place, they're going to see Jesus and respond with spontaneous worship. Day and night, there's going to be worship and prayer arising all over the earth. And it's going to lead to the return of Jesus in the flesh to the earth to rule and reign on the earth in fullness. And so what's sort of happening in a partial way right now, in, in a measure right now where, where Jesus is in the heavens and we're on the earth and he's moving through us to uh, invite people into the kingdom, to invite the nations to come back into relationship with him. There's the day coming. He is going to return again. He's going to make all things right and uh, we will reign with him forever on the earth and we will worship him day and night forever. And the dream that was in the heart of God from Adam and Eve's day, the dream that was burning in the heart of David, that, that God would rest on the earth is going to happen. 
the dream that's in the heart of Jesus, that we would be a house of prayer for all the nations, that is going to be accomplished. Jesus will have his way, and he's coming again. And so the tabernacle of David points to all of these glorious realities, and we're a part of it. I mean, if we want to follow Jesus and be a part of what he's doing, we need to have this paradigm. We need to understand uh, that he is raising up worship and prayer and that that is the tip of the spear for his purposes, for bringing a great harvest of souls, for bringing revival, and that that activity, that kingdom activity is going to escalate along with a global prayer movement and a global harvest of people coming to know the Lord and coming into the kingdom of God. Those things are going to escalate. And the context, I believe, is going to be persecution, tribulation, and trouble that as the dark gets darker, the light's going to get lighter. And that's going that kingdom of darkness and kingdom of light are going to continue to crash into each other and crescendo as we lead up to the return of Jesus, the son of David, who will come and rule and reign on the earth forever and ever. And we get to be a part of this as we prioritize the presence of God, as we engage in day and night worship and prayer, and as we share the gospel and invite others come into the into the kingdom of God. Acts 15, I'll leave you with this. Acts 15, 16 through 17 is where the apostle James stands up and says that God is rebuilding the tabernacle of David. And he gives a reason for it. He says, so that the rest of mankind may seek the Lord. The reason God's raising up the tabernacle of David is so that the rest of mankind may seek the Lord. So uh, day and night worship and prayer, along with the global missions movement, is at the heart of what God's doing right now in rebuilding the tabernacle of David. And we get to be a part of this. And it's so amazing, so exciting. Well, that's a real quick summary. There's some big, big, big themes and big topics. I hope I didn't go too fast. But I get into all of this in my book, David's Tabernacle, How God's Presence Changes Everything. And I would love for you to pick up a copy or maybe a few copies and share with some friends or your communities. And we've got the link to the book there in the description or in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope this was encouraging and inspiring to you and and helped give some uh, strength to your own personal calling and what God has destined for you. Uh, Please share this episode if you would uh, and post it on social media. That would be great. If you're on YouTube, give us that little thumbs up like button. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you thought. If you're on Apple podcast, if you could leave a rating or a review, that would also help us get this podcast out in front of more people as well. Uh, If you haven't subscribed yet, always please hit subscribe. Really appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in. Don't forget God's presence changes everything.